0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the North American Irish Coaches Show. My name is Inda Crahen. Today we have Alan McCann on the show. Alan is the current head coach for the Reading United USL2 team. Uh, Alan is from Dublin in Ireland and has played with teams like Belvedere, uh, St. Patrick's Athletic, and came to America on a soccer scholarship like so many other Irish people. So uh, we're delighted to have Alan on the show, and we look forward to chatting with Alan uh, today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the North American Irish Coaches Show. We've got Alan McCann today from Reading United. Alan, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm uh, doing well and
1: cheers for having us. Thanks very much.
0: Yeah, no, but it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. So, Alan, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your background within the game, uh, playing in Ireland and then obviously coming to the States to play and, and now your current role and, and, and what that entails.
1: Yeah, yeah. From the start, we were at home farm, very young and very, very lucky because Liam too was there. Liam was, Liam was running the show, um, and we started. You know, every Saturday morning when you're, when you're only a little lad and and you're loving it and you're, you're getting your fiber size in on the old rubber, the old rubber Astro turf up there uh, at home farm, and we were there for, I think it was about eleven years, eleven years there at home farm, and um, some great teams, some great players to come out with there. Um, still, still chat to some of those boys today. Then, then moved on to Belvedere for a year with with another great group. Um, had learned a lot that year, and then moved on to Pats uh, through the youth system, and then up to the twenty ones reserves. And then we were kind of dabbling in and out uh, as reserve players. You'd be in when when Johnny Mack was in, and Jeff Kenner was in. Then you'd be in and out of trains. You're in a squad here and there. And um, but then yeah, after that, decided to come to the states, and honestly, it was one of the best things I ever did.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. So, tell us about uh, how college football. So you get to the states. How has that played a role in um, you know football for you, or what the importance of how this journey played out through college football? How has it been for you?
1: It's it's made me grow. It made me grow up. You know, from the from the freshman year, Jay's back in two thousand ten, um, going to Lambert with, with with Paulie Conway. What a what a great coach. What a great guy. Um, just learned a lot. The
0: phone. Just had him on the phone
1: half an hour ago. I's ah, he's a hero. We, we won't we won't say anything about him supporting Liverpool, but he's a hero. Um, and even honestly just chatting with him uh, through you know the social medias and all still the, the other day. And we had the likes of Adam Grant, David Fallon, um Connor Hurley came out the same year as myself. So there was a good good spy in there. Uh, we were NAIA at the time, and that was the last year Lambert really went with any sports, because then Memphis bought them out. But having to go through all that, um, you know yourself, when you're leaving home for the first time, it's very scary. I think I was fortunate enough to have Hurley with me. We lived together. Um, and then you're you're getting there with a lot of Irish boys. Cottle Lynch was there and Dodgy were there as coaches as well. So there was a nice little Irish community that, that kind of helped. We all helped each other through, but most definitely for, for myself, that those lads helped me through. And you, you, you see how they've progressed uh, being out here by themselves without... You know, you're going so many months without family and all and that was the biggest eye-opener, missing friends, missing 18th birthdays or christenings and every, missing yeah. everything. Um, and then, yeah, had to, we transferred out then, went to St Rose, College of St Rose in Albany uh, and again got lucky because Stephen Hogan was there as an assistant and uh, a lad I'd played with at uh, Pats, uh, Alan McGrath, he was there as well, great player. Um, so again, that that kind of eased it in. But you're, you're learning a new city, you're learning a different culture up there, and Albany is a lot different to Jackson, Tennessee. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the, then I had those NCAA issues with with years of eligibility and all because I haven't played at home. Um, and then had to move from D two back to NAIA, and then uh, came down to West Palm Beach to to it was Northwood at the time, and now it's Kaiser. And then, yeah, carried. Captain there, and then carried on from there and, and did started the coaching with, with, with Joe zacker which there so that's that's a, it's been a huge role in in terms of growing yeah. up. I think that's that's the biggest part for me is you you're, you're, you're no longer able to rely on mummy anymore
0: yeah, I think you know obviously you had the the Irish kind of around you which is which is always a good thing when you come over just even if there's one or two just to have kind of a bit of, a bit of a bit of homely feel so so you graduated then and then you decided to go into coaching and uh did you, you did a master's degree and you went down that route
1: yeah did did the master's uh did the one year did the opt after after uh finishing playing but i went in quickly from 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 me graduate sorry for me finishing playing the december i was into coaching in in january i was in uh joe joe allowed me to come in and 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 Honestly, experiment and try out new stuff and put new drills in that that maybe I had been fortunate enough to pick up along the way. You know, I've been very fortunate. My me, me dad was a very good coach growing up for us, and 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 we could always spot a player. Then obviously you go to Pat's, and we had Paul Ozan, we had Al Ryan, we would Morris O'Driscoll, we'd, we'd, uh, Mac, we we Johnny Mack. and then you have all these lads. So. Being able to pick those things up and then go and put your own stamp on something was huge. Uh, did the Masters after that then um, as a graduate assistant. Um, and now doing, doing a second Masters now. So uh, trying to get more into the leadership type of thing. But it's... sure I never thought I'd even finish secondary school at home. And here I am now doing a second Masters, you know. It's, it's, it's life-changing coming out here. It really is.
0: You're talking to another man that never thought he would finish secondary school here as well. Yeah, like it, it's... It's amazing, and that so all this grown-up uh, masters, undergrad, moving around the country, having to do things on your own, no mammy and daddy, missing home. You know, you do grow up, and it's brilliant. And then that takes you, you know, into USL too. Uh, I know you spent a couple of summers as the assistant, and then, you know, now as the lead man. I mean, how how much of a, how much did that change your kind of way of coaching and leadership, uh, jumping into the USL too?
1: The first two years uh, uh, as an assistant under under Hogan changed massive, changed me massively. Um, when you're going into a session, you have you have your your idea of what you want to be doing, uh, what goals you want to achieve, or whatever. But how you're delivering that message, how powerful you, even your stance within a passing drill, whether you're talking or not talking within that, which can be more powerful to that group you're working with, if if. I was always within a within a drill. If there's a passing drill going on, and you see it's lagging a little bit, I was always the one with, in the first couple of years to be. You're the voice. You're now getting them going, but yeah. you can't be that on the pitch. That was the biggest thing I learned. You can't be their energy. They have to. They have to bring it and they have to take accountability and responsibility. So for me, that was a massive one from from the that was 2016 from the first year. So Hogan. I owe Hogan a lot. He's he's taught me a lot throughout the whole process, and just it's kind of embarrassing looking back on your first sessions you do in the first couple of years as a car. You know you're making a lot of mistakes, but whatever we're, we're forever learning in this profession. But yeah, that, those those two years massively, and now in 2018 going to Maciri then to 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 run it as well. We were able to use what what we learned from Brendan and Hogan, and and, and able to put our own stamp on it too. So it's. Um, that bit of ownership helps it helps you know you know yourself you, you, yeah. you get more invested in it when that you've got that bit of ownership and, and it's all on you the responsibility is on you to run the place because you you don't want to be letting anyone down you feel responsible for for the players you feel responsible for your staff and honestly yeah. that, that, that felt comfortable that, that that piece of it felt comfortable and it's really enjoyable you know yourself
0: yeah I know it's uh, being going from the assistant to the head coach is uh, challenging but definitely rewarding uh, what makes the college uh, Avenue and the USL Two Avenue so special. What what do you think makes them both so special?
1: Well, with, with the college, the college one has changed a lot. Even in the the ten years I've been out here, the, the, the whole the whole um, landscape has changed. The 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 goal for you know the top ended players was always to come into college and then progress onto the professional. Um, for those lads, that's changed dramatically now. Uh, the MLS is looking less and less to college um, and that's where I think USL helps bridge the gap a little bit because what happens is if you've got a club that's affiliated in with an MLS or USL now you're able to bring these lads like from an NAIA or a D2 that aren't getting all the the um, attention that some of the bigger D1 players are getting
0: Yeah, they're
1: able to go in they're able to train daily with MLS players or USL level players and they'll quickly find out how Far away they are, or how close they are, but also it, i think it opens some eyes to the coaches uh, or some to us uh, to the head of a scouting department or a technical director because um that's bridging the gap for me that's that's what's helped our lads progress through anyway w- without u s l two or the old PDL it would have never happened for them um the the college game now lads coming out from are coming out more from home and they're having success now yeah they've they've uh, they quickly realise that the the physical side of the game out here, you know, the athleticism is something different at home. Um, but but now out here, the, the the ability, especially at the MLS, is 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 picking up more yeah. and more. Yeah. So they're having to be at a different level, uh, and that's where I feel that the if a lad comes out and he just does college and he doesn't stay out here for the summer, I don't think. And he tells you he wants to be a pro. I don't think his actions are matching his goals. Yeah. Um. And you know. The, the, the exposure it can give you in the summer, um, even the realisation, even the, be, oh, you know, I'm stood there next to whoever's earning, whatever he's earning a year, and you quickly realise why he's earning it and why he's been in the league for 10 years. Whereas you look at him and, you, and you, you'll think, uh, it, it, that's crap, this level's not good enough. But put, your, put yourself in the session and give yourself 15 seconds and you'll quickly realise, okay, I've got a lot of work to do here. So yeah. that that's where I've seen the value for 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 lads that have come through and done it. Not just the Irish lads, all the lads.
0: Yeah, everything. It's, yeah, it, 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 it definitely, for the definitely for the foreign lads. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, just going going back going looking at the Irish Irish lads now. I mean, obviously uh, we're talking pre call there. There's a lot more Irish lads coming over uh, to play college soccer. I would uh, I think anyways, and and then. You know, why do you think more lads are coming? And why do you think we're seeing more lads uh, leaving the League of Ireland that, and having careers in uh, USL? I mean, we've had uh, Stephen Beatty, uh, Eamon Zaid, like guys that have played in, in uh, you know, big League of Ireland teams. And there's others, Richie Ryan. So, why do you think there's more boys choosing the college route, uh, Alan, and, and also looking to the USL?
1: Well I think with the, the college the college lads I've seen the biggest hop when League of Ireland got rid of the twenty ones when it when they just the gap between nineteens to first team is massive. Yeah. Whereas back back when we played we had twenty ones and then reserves. So in those two years alone you'll learn. 'cause you're you're able to go from as an eighteen year old and you're going into I mean, we went into Pat's dressing room and there was the likes of Keith fahi and, and and lads like that and in, in, in and then the Stevens and these lads. So you're an 18-year-old and you're going in training with them. And again, just like what we were saying with the USL, these you quickly learn, Oh, I, I'm, I've got a lot of work to do here if I want to be a central midfielder, a or centre-back or a right-back, whatever, at this level. I think that gap between 19s and the first team, too many lads just drifted off. They, they weren't ready or they weren't mature enough or they didn't. You know yourself, two lads will peak at a different type stage in their development. So for, for lads like myself, and I know a couple of the boys that we had at, with, with the, at Pats with the 18s and 21s, some lads accelerated in the 21s and with the reserves because they were able to be drip-fed into first-team sessions, or they were able to travel to an away game and see how pros behave. And that's development as well. But going for, from, a, from an 18-year-old that's never experienced all of that to straight into a first-team environment, very tough for, for those types of players. So that's what I think... I saw the biggest hop anyway. Were Irish boys asking to to be out here during those years when when that decision from the League of Ireland was made. Um, in regards to the USL boys, I think it's it's lads get fed up with the whole uh, six month or nine month contract. You know, they 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 want guaranteed money. They want a better lifestyle. If you can earn the same money living in California as you're living in, no offense, living living at home. You know you're getting rained on 24 seven. Whereas out in California, you're living an easy life, and you're getting you're playing football, and that's very attractive to a lot of players. Um, especially when you know how it is, how quickly younger younger lads will be told, oh, England isn't for you. You may you may have to search somewhere else. You look at the likes of Killian Sheridan, he's gone everywhere. You know, he's gone everywhere, and that, that I think that's becoming more and more attractive. The League of Ireland, it's a shame because I think it could be really really good, but. Uh, just security and, and lifestyle I think uh, that's with the boys I've talked to that have come out here that's the reasons they've made they've made that decision and some, of, some come out they stop playing all together some come out and they do the coaching out here yeah.
0: um,
1: and that's, that's becoming more and more attractive too which is a shame because I think a homer could be really good if they, if, if they got it right
0: yeah I mean they've changed you know obviously I know I know you follow just like I do the League of Ireland and the the now have national leagues that are under 13s 15s 18s it's definitely going to going to improve the level of football I mean I think uh, the under 15s I think last year was a beat England 3-1 um so obviously youth football is flying in Ireland and and I do agree with you the old under 21 league there's there's a massive gap there um from 18s and 19s up to first team football for sure so Alan what's um, you, you mentioned you're doing a masters uh What's next for you? Obviously, Reading. Uh, obviously, this summer didn't didn't really happen, uh, unfortunately. But um, you know, two, you know, Coach of the Years, and you know, what, what's next for you? I mean, you've 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 kind of achieved everything within the USL, or or have you?
1: No, we we got beaten in two finals, so no. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. But you, I mean, you've reached the pinnacle of of the USL too. You know, getting to a final. I mean, you've put a lot of players in the professional level. Coach of the Year. I mean, what's are you going to hang on to try to win win that title, or or, or, or what's next for you?
1: Um, I I I feel personally, I think I owe it to the club to 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 leave with a trophy, yeah, um, with the main trophy, sorry, um, and continue. We we committed to some players this this last year and and this year coming in. We've committed to a plan to to help these boys progress through. Um, I definitely want to see that out. Anyway, uh, wanna honour that. Um, that's a big reason why I do what I do is to to, to help these lads get a platform that maybe some of us never could do. And um, we want to continue helping any of the Irish boys that are coming out. We've got a got a four or five of them that we're working with right now. We we don't work with big groups or anything like that. We just work to help them. Sometimes they just need a familiar voice. Sometimes they just need somebody who understands where they come from at home to to help them through it and and we all go through those tough moments so continue helping them boys and then then we'll see what's happening down the line whether it's going to be into the college game or whether it's going to be up to the USL or progress through there um there's there's a few options been on the table I've chatted to a few people already but i think for now the the the, the only thing in my mind is to continue with the league uh, we're we're doing the scouting for the league as well and helping with that so uh, continue with that for now, but I don't, I don't want to leave without giving, giving Art and Troy the, the
0: big trophy that they want. Um, Excite, some exciting and, games oh, over there for sure.
1: Yeah, and, and, and the boys the boys are now in the pros too, we help kind of advise as best we can with them out here. So the, it's, it's more of a lifestyle than a job. You know yourself, you know how it is out here. It's, it's all encompassing and you're not, you never do a nine to five. You could be doing... You could be doing January to January. So it's uh it's just making sure lads and, and all the travelling from, from from the year that I came out now was been able to help. Anything that's ever gone bad or, or or wrong, we've been able to help lads in a similar situation, you know? So that again is something we never had out here and probably would have changed changed it massively and helped us. So that's, that's the value I see in us in, in, in doing what we're doing. You're able to change lives and help lives um, all over the football, you know.
0: That's it. Alan, what, what makes Reading so special? What, what, what makes Reading United so special? I mean, they've been, uh, at, you know, one of the, you know, if you think PDL or you think USL two over the last, what, 10, 10 plus years, Reading is, you know, on the lips all the time. What makes it so special up there?
1: The culture. Um, when I, when I was lucky in 2012, I got to go there. I was back off a hamstring injury, with, and Hogan, Hogan uh, got me in there. So I was there, spent, spent the summer training there, and I'll tell you, as a player, you'll, you'll come out with there better. whether that's technically, tactically or physically, two out of those three I if you do it, right, you're guaranteed to come out with there better. Um, the day-to-day environment. In our reading sessions, is extremely competitive. You're you're playing with the an elite group that all have the same thing in mind. They all want to be a pro. That's the reason they're there. Um, their actions match up to their goals, so they're doing everything correctly. Reading's not Las Vegas, so there's not many distractions. Um, you're able to to keep them. I mean, you're you're training in a, in a pro environment without them getting paid. You're you're basically you're educating them to be a pro. Yeah. Some that struggle with that, they fall off by the wayside, or they quickly snap in and realise what that we're trying to help them, um, yeah. and and they improve. It's no surprise that a lot of them go back and have a have a very standout, uh, a big standout season in the college game. You know, um, the the culture for me, and that that's been set all the way since since Brendan had it. Um, I think they were one of the very first to, to catch on that you'll have to attach yourself to an MLS or a, or a USL to really do it right. As we talked about, you're able to drip feed lads then into a first team session. And you know, I remember I remember we had Felipe, we had Aaron, and Kamal go into a union session um, for a, for a week or something. It was back. This was back in 2018. And watching the sessions, you wouldn't know any different. You wouldn't know they were a, they were a college kid, you yeah. know. And that's for a player to realise that, that's huge in itself. That gives them such a massive boost in confidence. Um, and now every well, the majority of clubs are, are followed suit with Reading in, in attaching themselves with a USL or with a with a with a an MLS because people saw the value in it. Yeah. So I think the, two, the the owners we have as well are special people and they do it they do it for the good of the players. They're not in it for any selfish reasons and they they put they've sacrificed a lot to, to make sure that 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 is there and i think that that that's maybe not present in other places too so it's just a unique unique culture that's that's all about the player's progress that's 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 why i i feel it's 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 special and it's it's unique
0: yeah it's great well you know alan it's a uh... It's it's a pleasure just to chat to you and and obviously get you on this podcast. So you know obviously the North American Irish coaches, you know, like we talked about before, we're here to help people and and be a resource for Irish people coming to the states. And and uh, it's great to see Irish lads, you know, working in USL and PDL and college coaches. And you know, like uh, like we said, there's a lot more Irish lads coming to the states. And through through this fed, you know so association, we've identified lads working all over America. So you know you, you you talk about being a resource for guys coming to the states that's what we're trying to do uh myself dave and, and and john orourke so um but again listen we we'd like to wish you all the best with everything you're doing your masters usl2 you know hopefully uh hopefully get that national title maybe, maybe I'll be there uh, to watch it and it'd be great Bring to see you. Across. be great to see you lift uh, lift the trophy you and you and keely and uh <laughs> and, and uh and listen you know we're we're excited uh for all the other Irish guys as well, doing great things uh, throughout the country. So yeah, we'll and perfect. any other
1: Irish, for any way we, we can help through Reading, myself and Keely, we can help with, with the Irish coaches. Association. It's fantastic. And every every year we've been able to meet up, honestly, it's, it's a huge help. So any way we can help with that, just let us know.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, all the best with everything. Thanks for taking your time to, to join us today. And we, we look forward to speaking to you again soon. All right, Alan? Thanks very much. All the best, mate. Thank you.